Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, such confidence we have through Christ toward God. Not that of ourselves we are qualified to take credit for anything is coming from us. Rather, our qualification comes from God, who has indeed qualified us as ministers of a new covenant, not of letter, but of spirit. For the letter brings death, but the spirit gives life. Now, if the ministry of death carved in letters on stone was so glorious that the children of Israel could not look intently at the face of Moses because of its glory that was going to fade, how much more will the ministry of the spirit be glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation was glorious, the ministry of righteousness will abound much more in glory. Indeed, what was endowed with glory has come to have no glory in this respect because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was going to fade was glorious, how much more will what endures be glorious? The word of the Lord. Holy is the Lord our God. Extol the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests, and Samuel among those who called upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. From the pillar of cloud he spoke to them. They heard his decrees and the law he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. A forgiving God, you were to them, though requiting their misdeeds. Extol the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for holy is the Lord our God. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Do we need a letter of recommendation for you? That is what St. Paul asked the Corinthians oh, a couple verses before the beginning of today's passage. That might have seemed like a semi-sarcastic question from St. Paul to the new Christians in Corinth. You see, they were having second thoughts about their newfound faith and were questioning Paul's authority. Paul had spent a year and a half in Corinth getting the church off the ground. Later in Ephesus, when word got to him that things were falling apart in Corinth, he wrote a long letter. We know it is 1 Corinthians. It's a powerhouse of a letter packed with important Catholic theology. For example, in chapter 11, we are given what the church has always considered proof that Holy Communion, the Eucharist, is the real and substantial body and blood of Christ. Paul warned that anyone who eats it unworthily eats his own condemnation. It would appear many of the new Christians in Corinth were not too happy with Paul's bluntly authoritative letter. 
Perhaps they got their feelings hurt. So instead of responding to it with gratitude, the Corinthians did what most people do in these kinds of situations. They asked, who made Paul the boss? Who gave him all the authority? That is what the beginning of the second letter to the Corinthians is about. Paul had to reiterate that his authority, his qualification came from God. And that, of course, was no easy sell. And most people didn't buy it. And many who did buy, they showed buyers remorse. So Paul then did a very Catholic thing. He combined reason with the faith that he was selling. Now, if the ministry of death carved in letters on stone was so glorious that the children of Israel could not look intently at the face of Moses because of its glory that was going to fade, how much more will be the ministry of the Spirit? Christ, as he told his disciples, did not come to abolish the old law, but to fulfill it. The Old Testament worship, for example, the repeated sacrifices of lamb's blood over and over was preparation for the true lamb. So something new, a new law had come into play, but it was the logical conclusion of the old law. And so, like those ancient Corinthians, we need to use our reason to come to the truth. After coming down from the mountain, Moses' face shone so brightly that the people couldn't look at him. Moses had to wear a veil over his face. But the radiance on Moses' face wore off. It faded away. For if what was going to fade was glorious, how much more will that endures be glorious? What endures is the new law, not written on stone tablets, but on hearts. What endures is the eternal sacrifice of mass, which is the Lamb's perfect offering on Calvary for our sins. That is why Holy Mass is the most glorious of all prayers. For it is Christ, the new law, in all his radiance, mediating on our behalf to the Father. The old law brought death. The new law brings life. The old law ended on the cross. This is what we are selling. And our qualification to do so comes from God. <laughs> 